G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. God's promise to us is that He would put a new spirit within us and a new song on our lips. That can be hard to swallow if last year was a rotten year. But if it was, you're precisely the person that this promise is for. Are you ready to receive them? A new spirit, a new song. I'm Bernie Diamond, and thank you so much for joining me again on Christianity Works. Here we are, the new year has just begun. So today let's open God's Word together to discover the new things that He has ready and waiting for us, for you and for me. And please do stay tuned because in just a few minutes I'll be telling you about my free daily devotional, Fresh. It's all about helping you draw closer to Jesus so that you can be all that he created you to be. Last week on the program we were talking about the amazing fact that the moment you and I believe in Jesus we become a completely new creation. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away, and see, everything has become new. A new identity, a new start. And what an appropriate thing to be talking about as we set out on a new year in our lives. So many people, because of their failures, their losses, perhaps because of the abuse that's been inflicted on them one way or another in the past, have come to the conclusion that they're worthless. And yet, what the death of Jesus on the cross tells me is that God was prepared to pay the highest price possible, the highest price in the universe, to give you and me a fresh start, the price of his son's life, Jesus. So no matter how you see yourself, you are worth so much, That's the evidence. Look at what God was prepared to pay to sacrifice to give you a new identity and a new life. Jesus put it a little differently. He talked about being born again. He was chatting with one of the religious leaders, Nicodemus, who came to him in secret one night. Let's tune into that conversation. John chapter 3, verses 5 to 9. Jesus said, Look, very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born again. Nicodemus said to him, How can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into their mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of flesh is flesh, and what is born of spirit is spirit. Don't be astonished that I say to you, you must be born again. For the wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you don't see where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. No wonder Nicodemus was confused. It's a very strange concept to be born again. But that's exactly what God wants to do. He wants to give you a new life. And the only way that can happen is when the Holy Spirit enters you 
After all, that's how the first man was given life. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. The Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. There are a few words used in the Old Testament for breath, but they are generally synonymous with spirit. So the idea here is that God breathed his spirit, the Holy Spirit, into this man. That's where life comes from. Matter itself can't produce that. Energy itself can't produce that. Only God can by his spirit. The problem is for you and me that we have all gone astray and fallen short of God's glory. We've all rebelled. And so although we were made in the image of God, male and female, we now have a problem. Our rebellion has corrupted us deep inside somewhere and that's why we need to be born again, as Jesus put it. We need a new life, a new start. And as things turn out, a fresh breath of the Spirit. What an amazing thing to be talking about as we head into this new year. A fresh life, a fresh start, and a fresh breath of the Spirit. That's exactly what God promised us. Have a listen to this. Ezekiel chapter 11, verse 19. I will give them one heart and put a new spirit within them. I will remove the heart of stone from their flesh and give them a heart of flesh. Ezekiel chapter 18 verse 31 Cast away from you all the transgressions that you have committed against me and get yourselves a new heart and a new spirit. Why will you die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of anyone, says the Lord God. Turn then and live. Ezekiel chapter 26 verses 25 to 27 I will sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean from your uncleanness and from all your idols I will cleanse you. A new heart I will give you and a new spirit I will put within you and I will remove from your body the heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and make you follow my statutes and be careful to observe my ordinances. Three times God promises to deal with our hearts hardened through our rebellion by breathing new life into us, a new spirit, the very essence of God dwelling in you. That's mind-blowing. A new heart, a soft, tender heart of flesh, and a new spirit, the spirit of God whom Jesus also promised in John chapter 14, verses 15 to 17. Jesus said to his disciples, Look, if you love me, You'll keep my commandments and I will ask my Father and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him or knows him. But you know him because he abides with you and he will be in you. All he's asking us to do here is to turn away from the things we know are wrong, to turn our lives back to him and his spirit will fill us to overflowing with new life with a new identity, new power, the ability to live our lives for God rather than to continue in the old ways that hardened our hearts. If anyone wants a fresh start this year, here it is. Lord God, please forgive me. Please, I want Jesus. I want to put all of my faith and all of my trust in him and I want to be filled with his new spirit to have the joy and the peace and the power to live for you. So today I want to accept Jesus into my heart. I know that'll mean changes. I, I know that'll be hard. I know some people may laugh at me, but, but from this day forward, I belong to you through what Jesus did for me. And I know that right now, this moment, you have filled me with your Holy Spirit. Thank you. 
Thank you, thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. And that's the truth. If you pray that prayer with me, you're forgiven. You belong to Jesus. And you have received his spirit. And seriously, that right there is the beginning of your fresh new start for this year. I want to encourage you to go on being filled with the Spirit, which is exactly what Paul the Apostle encourages us to do. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 18 to 20 says, Look, don't get drunk with wine, because that's debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, singing and making melody to the Lord in your hearts, giving thanks to God the Father at all times and for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. See, there's a clear choice here about how we live. We can keep in our old ways, keep rebelling, or we can be filled with the Spirit. And the tense of the verb that Paul uses there means literally to go on being filled with the Spirit as we live the life that God wants us to live, worshipping Jesus and living our lives for him. I don't, I don't know how last year played out for you, but I'm certain that you're looking forward to something better this year, something more, something that fills that hole inside of you that nothing else and nobody else seems to be able to fill. If that's where you're at right now, then with all my heart, I believe that this is what you've been looking for, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, God himself dwelling inside you, giving you the strength to be holy, filling you with joy unspeakable and guiding you into what God has ready and waiting for you. I'm Bernie Diamond, and you're listening to Christianity Works. The Word of God is alive and active, amen, with the power to transform your life, to help you be all that God made you to be. And that's what the Fresh Daily Devotional is all about. It's completely free, and I'd love to send it to you. Each day, you'll receive a life-changing scripture together with some words of inspiration, hope, and encouragement from me delivered right to your inbox where you can choose to read, listen, or even watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. Remember, God's word is the power to change. It's fresh for you each day. You can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 to request the printed Fresh Devotional, if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or 1-300-722-415. My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power of His Word. And there is such an incredible power in the Word of God, is there not? So let's dive straight back in to see what else he has for us today. Many years ago, when I was a cadet at the Royal Military College Duntroon, the Australian Army's Officer Training Academy, I found the going really, really tough. On top of your university degree, you had military training, room inspections, dress inspections, parades every morning, not to mention the bastardisation that went on. As a whole, it was mentally and physically punishing for four years of my life. And on top of that, see, my body wasn't made to run. Walk with a pack and a machine gun for days, sure. But this unit, this body, wasn't made for running, I can tell you. So I'd often fall behind on the long and arduous runs that we had to endure, earning the scorn and ridicule of fellow cadets. In my final year, I failed the cross-country run by 22 seconds and then again 12 seconds and almost ended up being kicked out. 
It, it was a six-day work week with study heaped on top of that. And whilst I'm glad I did it, I'm, I'm glad I survived to graduate to become a commissioned officer, I wouldn't do it again for all the tea in China. Really, it was the most brutal four years of my life. But there was one highlight in all of that that I looked forward to every week. We had an army band stationed at the college, and the conductor, the leader of that band, Major Fisher, decided to form a cadet's choir. Once a week, on a Wednesday afternoon, we would have an hour and a half's rehearsal, and that was about the only thing that kept me sane. Just 30 or so of us getting together to make music. There was something so incredibly special about that. It lifted my soul. It, it brought some joy to my life. It's, it's kind of hard to explain. But if you've ever been in a choir or a band and made music with other people, you'll know exactly what I mean. For most of the other guys, they loved playing rugby or cricket or, or some other team sport that I loathed. For me, it was choir rehearsal and going out from time to time to perform in public. Music is special in a way that you can't explain in words. It's just how God made us, and that, I think, is why he wants to put a new song into your heart. Here we are in the middle of the first teaching series for the year. It's called New Year, Fresh Start. And I know there are a few people today who need a new song in their hearts. Yesterday on the program, we looked at this scripture verse, and I want to come back to it again because it's so powerful. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 18 to 20. Don't get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery. But be filled with the Spirit as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs amongst yourselves, singing and making melody to the Lord in your hearts. Give thanks to God the Father at all times and for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. The bit about not getting drunk isn't just about drinking too much. It's symbolic of all those things out there, the things of this world that we can get involved in that distract us from God. What a stupid way to live. And yet it's so easy to get caught up in all those distractions. The clear alternative here is not to get drunk, but to go on being filled with the Holy Spirit. The question is, how do you do that? How do you experience God's presence in your life? Well, it goes on to tell us in that passage, by singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs amongst yourselves, in other words, with each other as part of a faith community, and making melody to the Lord in your hearts, and giving thanks at all times for everything in Jesus' name. Three things. Here they are in case you missed them. Singing praise and worship songs together. Having a melody in your heart for God on your own and being thankful and grateful for everything all the time. And by doing those things, we are going to continually be filled and refilled with the Holy Spirit. Hey, you may have read or heard that verse before in your life, but did you realise the power and the punch that it packs I love going to church, not because the sermon is always brilliant, not because I have nothing better to do on a Sunday morning, and not because of the instant coffee we drink together afterwards. I love going to church because it's such an amazing opportunity to sing with my brothers and sisters in worshipping God. Still to this day, it lifts my spirits and I experience the powerful presence of God in me and in our midst. Did you realise that's what's supposed to happen? Worship isn't just about singing songs. It's about bowing down to God and being filled by His Spirit. And often in the morning when I'm praying alone in my study, just spending that one-on-one -on -one time with the Lord, I'll listen to one or two worship songs on my iPad, and those songs, those melodies, are rattling around in my heart all day. 
I find myself humming them while I'm driving or, or just feel them going round and round inside me. And all day, I feel so much closer to God. All day, the power of God to resist temptation is so much stronger in me because I'm doing exactly what God's word says I should do. I'm getting on with the business of continually being filled with the Holy Spirit. Trials are much easier to cope with. Difficult people are so much easier to forgive. I'm a better husband. I'm a better teacher. I'm a better father when I'm living that way. And finally, I have to tell you, the third point on my list is constantly thanking God. To be honest, there are many times when I don't feel grateful. Gratitude is the last emotion that I experience when the going's going tough. But what I've discovered is that if we do what God tells us to do, give thanks at all times for everything, the feeling of gratitude follows the act of obedience. It's counterintuitive, I know, but that's how it works. Here it is again. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 18 to 20. Listen to it carefully and let it sink into your heart. Don't get drunk with wine. That's debauchery. But instead, be filled with the Spirit as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs amongst yourselves, singing and making melody to the Lord in your heart, giving thanks to God the Father at all times and for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Look, try it. It actually works. And as this new year gets underway, I'm believing that God wants to give you a fresh start. That's why we're talking about this stuff today, because being filled with the Spirit, having a melody in our hearts for God, giving thanks for everything all the time, no matter what it is, is so refreshing. Listen up. God wants to put a song into your heart today. I know it mightn't feel that way for you just at this moment. I know your circumstances might be pressing in on you, and the idea of having a melody in your heart for God, well, you know, it seems impossible. But have a listen to what King David wrote when men were trying to kill him. Psalm 40, verses 1 to 3. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the desolate pit, out of the miry bog, and he set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. We imagine that when the going is tough, singing a new song is impossible. But that's precisely the time when God wants to put a new song in your mouth, in your heart. So if you're in a desolate pit or a miry bog right now, wait patiently for the Lord. He will incline his ear to you. He will hear your cry. He'll draw you up out of that place, put your feet on solid ground, and he'll put a new song in your heart and on your lips. He does all of those things. All we need to do is to wait patiently on him, believing that his word is true, expecting him to act, crying out to him. And in that place, the spirit of God will fall on you and fill you and put a new melody, a new song in your heart. The simple how-to of going on being filled with the Holy Spirit. Start singing some songs. Start giving thanks for everything all the time. And God will show up. Trust me, he will Show up. I'm Bernie Diamond, and you're listening to Christianity Works. Life can be hard work some days, and as that daily grind just kind of grinds away at us, it's easy to forget that Jesus died and rose again to give us victory. That's why I'd love to send you a short text message of encouragement straight to your phone, just as the Spirit leads. Perhaps even when you least expect it. That's what Victory SMS is all about. 
Roughly every other week, I ask the Lord, what word of encouragement could I give to you today? So if you'd like the occasional bit of encouragement to help you live your life in victory, then head across to victorysms.org and when you do subscribe, you'll immediately receive a free copy of my ebook, Power Unlimited. Thousands of people already have. And the most common response? Oh, that's exactly what I needed to hear today. How did you know that? Thank you so much. It's simply amazing how powerfully the Spirit of God can move through just a short text message. And I'd love to encourage you too to live your life in victory. Again, that web address is victorysms.org. Okay, let's head straight back into the Word of God. It's hard to imagine a new spirit being put on your lips when you know that you've done things that have hurt God, when you know that you've sinned against Him. Sure, you've asked for His forgiveness, but somehow guilt is still robbing you of the new beginnings that God has for you. So I want you to imagine for a moment that you committed a crime and so you spent several years in prison. So you wore those orange overalls, you you had a number, prisoner number 478653, you slept in a cell, you came and went only when the guards allowed you to. And as far as the guards, your fellow prisoners, and indeed society as a whole was concerned, you were a criminal and a prisoner. But today, today is the day of your release. You did the crime, you served the time, and right now, right this minute, you walk out of the prison. At the moment you step over the line between inside that prison and outside that prison, you cease to be a criminal and a prisoner, because your debt to society has been paid. The reason that so many prisoners re-offend and end up back inside again is because once they step over that line, they never come to grips with their new identity. They never lay hold of the new freedom they have because of how the law and society now sees them. And the problem for many people in life is exactly the same. They never lay hold of the powerful truth that we discover here in God's Word. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, that the moment you believe in Jesus, the moment you step over that line from rebellion against God to faith in Jesus, You have a completely new identity, a complete right standing with God, so much so that he declares you to be a new creation, completely new. That's what's on offer here, a new identity and a new life. Not because you or I paid the debt, but because Jesus did it for us. No matter what this year holds, there's one thing for certain. Wrap your heart around this truth. Accept the new identity you have in Christ, and it's going to be an awesome year. Me? I've failed so many times. I have made so many mistakes in my life. If I kept carrying all those around with me every day, man, I'd be exhausted. I'd be depressed. I'd be completely without hope. In fact, I'm not sure I'd still be alive. So whatever you have going on at the moment, Whatever loss or failure or regret that's robbing you of a sense of hope and anticipation of what this year ahead might hold, call to mind and therefore have hope, real hope, 
God's hope, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul that seeks him. It is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. God can and will make everything new. Like the droplets of rain that glisten as the sun rises in the morning, his mercies for you are new every morning. And when God forgives and when God restores and when God shows up as he always does in his faithfulness, everything is new. His touch restores our souls. His voice banishes the fear. His presence puts strength and courage and resolve and purpose back in our hearts. So if last year wasn't all that you wanted it to be, if this year isn't shaping up as something to look forward to, then let me encourage you, implore you, to cast yourself on the mercies of God that are available to you right now through what Jesus did for you. Go and give it all to him. Pour your heart out to him, this Jesus who wants to lighten your load and give you hope for tomorrow. And watch, just watch what he will do for you. This Christianity Works program is sharing the powerful, practical Word of God with so many people in over 160 countries around the world. But that's only made possible through the generous support of friends just like you. Each dollar that you give today will grow to reach nearly 3,000 people with a gospel message. Incredible! That means that a gift today of just $35 can touch over 100,000 people with the good news of Jesus Christ. So let me encourage you to give a generous tax-deductible gift of support to Christianity Works today. Securely online at ChristianityWorks.com or by calling 1-300-722-415. And when you do get in touch, two things. Firstly, don't forget to request your free copy of that life application booklet that I've been telling you about. It's only available for a limited time, so don't miss out. Secondly, we would love to pray for you. Absolutely. Just click on the powerful prayer tile at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's all at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415. Hey, thank you so much for your support and for joining me today. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time next week with another message of God's love, God's grace and God's power for each one of us in Jesus Christ. taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.